I would like to invite Judge Carolina Stark to administer the oath of office. Judge Stark has served for almost 10 years as the Milwaukee County Circuit Court Judge, and she currently oversees a felony crimes courtroom. Judge Stark. So good afternoon, everyone. While the mayor and his family are making their way to the stage, first I'm going to read the oath of office in Spanish, and then I will administer it to um, the mayor in English. Primero voy a leer el juramento del cargo de alcalde de la ciudad de Milwaukee en español y luego en inglés. Yo, Cavalier Johnson, quien como el presidente actual del ayuntamiento de la ciudad de Milwaukee y sobre la vacante del cargo del alcalde de la ciudad de Milwaukee y a quien se le ha otorgado todos los poderes y los deberes del cargo del alcalde de la ciudad de Milwaukee de conformidad con el Estatuto de Wisconsin 17.231b y la Carta de la Ciudad de Milwaukee, capítulo 303.2, juro solemnemente que apoyaré la Constitución de los Estados Unidos, la Constitución del Estado de Wisconsin y la Carta de la Ciudad de Milwaukee y que cumpliré fielmente con los deberes de dicho cargo lo mejor que puedo, así que ayúdame Dios. You ready? With your left hand on the Bible and raising your right hand, I, Cavalier Johnson, I, Cavalier Johnson, who as the current president of the Common Council of the City of Milwaukee, who as the current president of the Common Council of the City of Milwaukee, and upon the vacancy of the office, and upon the vacancy of the office, of mayor of the City of Milwaukee, of mayor of the City of Milwaukee, have been granted all of the powers, have been granted all of the powers, and duties, and duties, of the office of mayor of the city of Milwaukee. Of the office of mayor of the city of Milwaukee. Pursuant to Wisconsin statute. Pursuant to Wisconsin statute. Section 17.231B. Section 17.213B. <laughs> and the city of Milwaukee charter. And the city of Milwaukee charter. Chapter 303.2. Chapter 303.2. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. And the Constitution of the State of Wisconsin. And the Constitution of the State of Wisconsin. And the Milwaukee City Charter. And the Milwaukee City Charter. And that I will faithfully discharge. And that I will faithfully discharge. The duties of said office the duties of said office to the best of my ability to the best of my ability so help me god so help me god ladies and gentlemen the acting mayor of the city of milwaukee cavalier johnson thank you thank thank you thank you so much thank you thank you so much Judge Stark, thank you so much. Peggy, thank you so much. Uh, County Executive Crowley, Ms. Schuster, colleagues on the City Council, 
City of Milwaukee co-workers, family, friends, and honored guests from Wisconsin, thank you so much for being here. And thank you to all of you who participated in today's program. Just what an honor, an extreme honor. Let me start by saying this. I first met Tom Barrett as a 19-year-old political science student. We were at the NAACP Freedom Fund dinner. Tom was a relatively new mayor, and he still had his mustache, or I believe he did. And I, honestly, I was slightly reluctant to approach him. But when I worked up the nerve, I went and asked him, what should I be doing if I ever wanted to do what you do? Tom asked me about my goals. And as I described my interests in service, what I've been doing right here at Bayview High School, what I've been doing at UW-Madison, he took the time to listen to me and to encourage me. He told me that if I was doing, that I was doing more than he was at my age, and that if I kept it up, one day I'd be mayor. Well, Mr. Ambassador. You were right. Tom Barrett has had a tremendous career of public service, and it hasn't ended yet. He served his community, his family, and of course the public as a state representative, a state senator, a United States representative, and as our mayor. I thank him for all that he's done to make Milwaukee stronger, and I wish him Godspeed in representing our nation. As I've said many times before, I know that he will continue to make all of us proud. My career in service began even before that fateful conversation. First helping seniors by raking leaves and shoveling snow in Milwaukee neighborhoods as a YMCA volunteer. My commitment to service then took me to New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, to London to work with at-risk young people. Took me to South America to refurbish a school for poor kids, to New York City to work for a nonprofit, and then right back here to my home, to Milwaukee. For a time, I worked at what is now called Employ Milwaukee, helping youth to get into the workforce for the first time and helping seniors in our community to retool their resumes to get back into the workforce for the last time. It then took me to a stint in the mayor's office, then winning a race to become second district alderman, then to the common council presidency, and now right back here to the mayor's office. When I first worked in the mayor's office, I had 24-hour access to City Hall. And in all of the years that I worked there, even during the times that I was alone, I never once sat in the mayor's chair, not once. In fact, my son Oliver, who led us in the Pledge of Allegiance, he actually sat in that chair before me years ago. He was like four years old. I'm 35, he beat me. My thought was that if I ever sat in that chair, I would have earned it. And now we're here. As my fifth grade teacher, Ms. Schuster, indicated, I was a kid who attended six different MPS elementary schools growing up, from the far northwest side of the city down to the south side of the city, Lincoln Avenue School, where Ms. Schuster taught me. My family didn't have much. Like many families in 53206, we moved from place to place. It was challenging, but one thing that I gained was an understanding and an appreciation for the whole city. By the time I got to high school, we were able to settle in one place, just off of 19th and Center. And that's where my family and I stayed while I attended Bayview High School. Whose house? 
There we go. And then from Bayview, I went on to college at Madison. Some in my family, my friends and my community have fallen into the numbers that we all know too well. I've got one brother who runs a prison and another brother who has been a prisoner in his facility. I know all too well the challenges our community faces and I know all too well how easily I could have become just another number. It nearly happened to me a time or two. My childhood story, unfortunately, isn't that far removed from so many of our neighbors. Poverty, crime, eviction, a combination of good choices and bad, sometimes it's just luck that separates us. But our job as civic leaders, as community leaders, is to do our best to help lift everyone up. We are at a moment in our city's history, and we're making generational change in Milwaukee. County Executive Crowley, Chairwoman Marcelia Nicholson, and me, we represent a new era of leaders guiding Milwaukee forward. We all know, as well as anyone, that growing up in 53206, too many young black people don't get the chance to see beyond the stress, the trauma, and the struggles in our neighborhoods. Knowing that, my father gave me advice when I was young. He told me to get off my block, to see and experience new things. And I'll never forget the first time going over the hill on Locust, just east of King Drive. River West, Murray Hill, UWM, it was like a whole new world had been unlocked. The same experience was true seeing Lake Michigan for the first time or the mural on the Esperanza Unida building. I got off the block and I've gone far while always remembering where I came from. I've seen the Empire State Building and the Eiffel Tower. I've seen the castles of Edinburgh and the slums of Chile. But I know where my service began. I know the people, the neighborhoods, the teachers, the trials, and the successes that helped to build me. I always wanted to be here, right here, in our home, in our community, in Milwaukee. We have challenges, sure enough, just like every major city does, but we're ready to face them. As I sat in that chair for the first time yesterday, I set immediate priorities. First and foremost, we must address our tremendous problem with rising crime. This morning, I took my first official act as mayor and declared a public safety crisis in Milwaukee. Every department, every office, led by the mayor's office, will prioritize addressing the scourge of reckless driving and the rising gun violence that plagues our neighborhoods. And earlier this week, I laid out a comprehensive plan called Stand for Safer Streets. By bringing on a safe streets coordinator, engaging stakeholders across the city, both inside of government and outside of it, and holding ourselves accountable for real action, we will address this crisis, combat reckless driving, and positively impact the lives of the people who live in the city of Milwaukee. In the coming weeks, I'll also lay out a plan for addressing the rise in gun violence. And I'm glad to say that Chief Jeffrey Norman is and will continue to be a great partner in making our community more safe. Thank you, Chief. If you hadn't gotten the chance to know him, please do. I couldn't ask for a better partner at this critical time for Milwaukee. I also want to directly thank our healthcare workers, our first responders, including law enforcement, firefighters, EMTs, and paramedics, all of the others who do so much every day at great sacrifice to keep us safe. I know that it's critical that we make our justice system fairer and stronger, 
but we can only do so in partnership with those who put their lives on the line to protect us all. But I'm not going to stand up here and just beat the drum to say that the only solution is to get tough on, tough on crime. I, I understand the root causes because that's where I'm from. That's what I've lived. I drive these streets and I got the bullet hole in my car to prove it. This is my lived experience, not my learned experience. It's woven into my DNA. And you can trust that I'll leave with eyes wide open to actually solve the problems, not just giving you talking points and suggest there's some sort of magical silver bullet. Beyond crime, we've got much to do. We're gonna create more family supporting jobs, help to raise wages and support the growth and sustainability of small businesses all across Milwaukee. We should be rightfully proud as a city of what we've done downtown and in the Menominee Valley and now in the Harbor District, but now it's time to extend that growth and prosperity to every neighborhood and every commercial corridor throughout the entire city. We also need to recognize that the COVID crisis is not over. Hospitals are full and only half of our city's residents have been fully vaccinated. We need to get more shots into the arms of our citizens, and we need more Milwaukeeans to be vaxxed, boosted, and healthy. The number one thing we can do for each other so that we can truly get back to normal is to make sure that you get vaccinated. If you've been vaccinated, make sure you get boosted. This is the best thing that we can do. It's the easiest thing we can do for our friends, for our family, for our neighbors in this season of giving. This morning, I got my first briefing from the health commissioner as mayor. We will be active in keeping the community updated, encouraging mask use and vaccines, and keeping people safe. We will follow the science as we always have. We'll be nimble in our response, and we'll make sure we're doing everything possible to protect every one of our citizens. The city has large fiscal issues ahead. Our city faces a looming financial crisis that has been years in the making. We need a new partnership with the state. And we need greater ability to allow us to fix our own fiscal affairs. I've already been working closely with County Executive Crowley, with legislators from both parties, and especially State Senator Dale Coenga and the MMAC. We must be successful in this endeavor. Look, I'm a Democrat, but in order to fix these problems, we need everybody at the table. Everybody. The mayor's office is nonpartisan. So I say to my friends and partners in the Republican Party, we're hitting the reset button here. Wisconsin needs Milwaukee to be strong. And in order for that to happen, we need Wisconsin to help that to be. So we need to work together in partnership if we're ever going to achieve those goals. In the last few months, we've received critical investments from the federal government. And we need to do everything that we can to help ensure that we capture every federal dollar available and then use those dollars to improve the lives of all of our citizens. This help, for example, will allow us to do incredibly vital things like aggressively address lead paint and lead pipes, rebuild roads in our neighborhoods, and retrain workers to help improve their lives. But this one-time federal money is a short-term fix and not a long-term solution. We must work with the state government and the federal government to do everything that we can to secure a fiscally stable future for our city. As we look ahead, we'll make sure to we keep city services strong for everyone. We'll get more books to kids instead of gums. We'll take action to ensure that Milwaukee is doing its part to help solve the climate crisis. 
We'll take on the challenge of improving our justice system and making it more fair. We'll work towards a more racially just and equitable society. And we will make sure that every kid has a great public school education. <laughs> to, to, together, I, I know that we can make Milwaukee strong. Let me say this. I'm a very fortunate guy. I must acknowledge my, my parents who are all here. They gave me good advice. They love me unconditionally. And they set me on the path for success today. I'm, of course, eternally grateful to my wife, Dominique. excited about my kids. <laughs> Oliver, Madison, and Bella. My family are the lights of my life, and I love them. <laughs> Let me tell one, one final story. It's a story that Many of us can tell because it's about how a public school teacher had a real impact on my life. I really appreciate having my fifth grade teacher, Ms. Schuster, here today. I really, really do. I've got a lot to thank her for. Uh, I must have been about 10 years old. I think she confirmed it. I was. <laughs> when she selected me to go to a Christmas party for low-income students in Milwaukee Public Schools. I think she had some hope for me. She, she saw some promise in me. She knew the challenges that I had faced moving around from school to school every year. Attending that event not only ensured a happy Christmas for me, but it also happened to be my, my very first television news interview. <laughs> it helped set me on a path, and I guess, well, the rest is history. So thank you, Ms. Schuster. <laughs> I'm looking forward to working with all of you as we continue to make Milwaukee safer, stronger, and more prosperous for everybody. I wish you all the best for a happy holiday season. God bless you. God bless Milwaukee. Let's get to work. Thank you.